This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at The Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Because of the work we do, which is helping companies and organizations become stronger, more profitable, more productive by focusing on their talent, making sure they have the right people in the right seats, great teamwork, etc., we get a lot of feedback from people, oh, my company needs you, or my sister-in-law works for such and such, and boy, they could really use your help, or yeah, we need to bring you in, but I don't think my bosses are open to it. And it comes back to that old joke, how many therapists does it take to change a light bulb? And since my husband, Mark, is a former therapist, had a private practice for 30 years, he and I differ on exactly the punchline for that joke. Here's my favorite. So how many therapists does it take to change a light bulb? My answer, none, because the light bulb has to want to change itself. All kidding aside, yes, there are probably tons of organizations and companies who could benefit from our services and from the services of consultants and trainers like us, but they have to want to change themselves, meaning they have to be open to the change. I was having this conversation with a colleague even just yesterday. She works with men, executive men, and she's a coach and she loves working with them. And she says, once they are open to hearing the truth and being honest, they make amazing strides. And I said to her, you and I have similar challenges. We have to find people in her case, organizations in our case, who are open to change. And to take it a step further, even understand that they need to change. They are beyond the they don't know what they don't know, that um, incompetency or that complete unawareness that there's even an issue. They've moved to they know what they don't know. They know there's a problem, they acknowledge it, and they are open to the solution. So if there's high employee turnover, toxic bosses, teams who don't work well together, departments who won't communicate, yes, we can fix that. We're actually very good at it. But there must be that desire to change. Some people are satisfied with the status quo, with that, I'd call it a basic existence. Well, maybe it's not that they're satisfied with it, but the idea of change, adapting, doing things differently, is more formidable and perhaps terrifying. And so therefore, they don't look at that or they say, this is just how it is. I remember working with a, an organization and I came in and I did a brief training And when I talked to the manager, she said that they have very high employee turnover, about um, 
every one to two years. That's, that's the length of the time that an employee will stay. And I said, well, there are things you can do to fix that. She said, no, we've just accepted that that's the way it is. That's the model. And I found that fascinating that with all the time and money, resources, other staff time and resources that it takes to onboard a new employee, to train them, to get them up to speed, and then to have to do it all over again within one to two years, and that that's okay, I was absolutely shocked. And they're not willing to change. They're not willing to adapt. It will be interesting to see if that organization is still around in five to 10 years. It's the people who are not satisfied with status quo, who know that they need to adapt or die, who are willing to take the courageous steps to change. We recently reached out to one of our networking buddies and found out he's with a completely different bank. And I see that actually a lot in certain industries where people float from place to place to place, real estate, banking, financial industries, other industries. And, you know, why? Why did he leave the bank where he was working? What was it that he was looking for? Now, most companies and organizations will say, well, it must be money. But 65% of employee turnover is preventable, and it actually doesn't have anything to do with salary. Most employees are willing to, let's use compromise as the word, a lower salary with more perhaps intangible benefits, like being able to work with managers and a team where they can use their strengths, like being able to feel like they're making a difference, like being acknowledged for the good work they do, like being part of a positive culture. And I have to wonder if at this particular bank, if there was any discussion with the employee who left about why he was leaving. And if there was, did the bank do anything with that information? Did they just file it away and say, ah, well, yeah, there's another one gone. Are they acknowledging that there might be a problem? Are they getting to that place where they know what they don't know? And they understand that they'd better find out or fix it, or there's just going to be that constant revolving door of employees. I recently came in contact with a young lady who works for a company, and she said, all the departments hate each other. (laughs) And I thought, that's a a pretty uh, strong thing to say. And one of her friends recently left the company because she hated it. It was so toxic. She left. And my young friend, there are times where she doesn't like it either. What do you do about that? When I heard that, when she said, you know, the departments hate one another, it made me think of our 
our great colleagues over at Mind Team Solutions. And what they do is they have a very innovative solution to solve just that kind of problem where they create an idea mind team. And I could see that fitting so well into this company that all the departments hate each other. And imagine you bring in a person from each department, you facilitate this training, you create a safe space first, you really foster this sense of collaboration, community within this idea mind team, and then imagine how the ripple effect could impact the entire organization. If an organization truly has, or at least perceived, departments that hate each other, hate the other departments, don't feel like those other departments work as hard or are as valuable or do the the hard work that they do, what if that changed? Because we know there has to be some fallout from that kind of perception There are actions taken, there's miscommunication, there's dysfunctional communication, dysfunctional relationships. So we know there's fallout. Flip it. If that gets fixed, or at the very least improved, then there will be benefits. The fallout will decrease, hopefully potentially disappear. I would think that every organization would look at what are our issues? Where's our gap? How can we bridge that gap? How can we solve the problem? And if we don't know what we don't know, but at least we know we don't know, then maybe we need to bring in some other solution to help us. And I really don't understand why more organizations don't think that way. The light bulb has to want to change itself. The organization has to want to change. And if it doesn't, then stagnation leads to withering. The only way to create a sustainable organization is by adapting to our extremely rapidly changing world. Everything is changing. The workforce, the fact that the boomers are going to be retiring. We've got the millennials and they think differently. They behave differently. They want different things. Technology is changing things every second, it seems. People need and want different products. There are different movements in place that weren't in place 10 years ago even. All organizations need to adapt. Where do you need to adapt and change to be a sustainable organization for the future? One of our primary products that actually starts pointing out the gaps, the issues, the problems, is our company climate inventory. It's a fantastic tool 
to really get a feel for what's going on in your organization and what recommendations we have for fixing the problems and bridging the gaps. If you're interested, I invite you to go to companyclimateinventory.com, see what we have to say about this fantastic tool, and sign up for a complimentary consultation to see if this is something that your organization could benefit from. Until next time, may you thrive.